welcome to Just Go With It, a podcast by 20-somethings for 20-somethings. Fun, flirty, and keeping it real. An absolute riot, these two. If it isn't over the top, it ain't us. They came out of college on top. Then life hit them in the face. Be a bit more professional, please. Couldn't shut us up then. Won't shut us up now. Here are the tips and tricks you are going to need to get through your 20s. We are getting into it. Strap yourselves in for a wild ride. Live on air. I'm Abby. And I'm Ashley. Good Lord, it's already season two. Grab a drink, take a seat, and get ready to just go with it. Welcome back to Just Go With It, everyone. A happy freaking Friday, happy hour. I hope everyone is drinking when they listen to this. Ashley and I are feeling unhinged. I have endorphins flowing from me. It is post-workout. Ashley, how the hell are you? Well, I'm going to start by saying that I maintain that please subscribe once you're done with this episode because the more subscribers we get, the more sponsors we get. The more sponsors we get, the more we can afford to fund Abby's hobbies as an adult, hence singing lessons. Singing lessons. Then I won't sound like a dying whale on here. And I know you're you know going to hear it. I will also maintain that you're not the worst singer I've ever heard. I told you that in the car the other weekend. Thank you so you much. Are not Ashley the worst. always thinks that I'm pretending that I can't sing and that I'm hiding and harnessing some weird, strange talent that I like wouldn't show off. But Ashley, you know that if I had any talents to give, that I would be parading around showing them off to everyone on earth. I'm not saying you're a talented singer. You're not going to any open mic nights. But what you are is you're better than maybe half of our group. You can carry a tune. You can harmonize. I can carry a tune. But some you've told me multiple times that you think that I actually can sing and I yeah, just I've made haven't tried hard enough or like I'm keeping it a secret. I'm like, babe, I don't keep secrets. I am the most open book that there is, as open as they come. Call me babe again and I'll smash this beer bottle over your head. <laughs> I hate when girls call girls that. Babe. I don't know. Like that's kind of a new thing for me. It just kind of started. Yeah, so maybe I'll back. try and squash Reel it before back. it. Yeah. Squander okay. it. It's funny because it. you are such a strong personality. Yep. However, I am also curating your personality to be a child star. <laughs> I got it. I've noted it. Um, yeah, we went from washed up country singer and manager to mom and child star. Mom and toddler than Tiara, yeah. Yes. Which is just like a, such a fun dynamic. If anyone else out there has a friendship like that, let me know. My mom told me post stage coach, you're talking too much, kind of like a wash up country singer old man. And I said, great, because that's the only way Indy and I, and then also Abby, a little bit talk to each other. <laughs> like we should be having a cigarette outside of a bar in um, Eastern Texas. <laughs> that's the only way we know. It's the, the only, only way, way we, we know, know how. All right. So, Abby. Um, I want to share something with you and the listeners before we get started. I learned a new skill today. And let me tell you, every time as an adult, when you learn a new skill, it's very exciting. It feels like you're youthful youthful again. And if you're a longtime listener, you will know that I've been parading around saying that I'm going to learn how to do the splits. <laughs> the splits. You beat me to it. Beat the crunch. But I cannot do the splits still, but something adjacent to splits is doing handstands against the wall. You can't do them. I saw your video. No. It's a very CrossFit thing to do, and people at my gym are doing them all the time, and it's so embarrassing every single time I have to go do it because I literally can't. And I've always had a fear of my head being below my feet, like being upside down. I don't know why. I have no understanding of it, but even when I was a kid, I could I not have a bit of an aside, and that's that Abby's willing to risk her life in a lot of ways. Like, I don't know, let me walk home alone from this bar at two in the morning, like weird things like that, like kidnapping <laughs> ways. However, Abby is very cautious about breaking something, bodily mm-hmm. harm. Mm-hmm. It's a weird juxtaposition. It is. I've never broken a bone, knock on wood. But I feel like it's because I am very cautious with my bones. But anyways, all that aside, I really don't like 
my head being below my feet, it freaks me out. But I am conquering my fear, which is also very exciting, and getting out of my comfort zone. And I started practicing handstands at the gym. And today, on this very day, I accomplished it. And I'm so excited and so proud of myself. And I just want to run to everyone and share the news, the good news. The good news and great joy of what was born today. To be heard of all people. Yes. That news. <laughs> well, congratulations. Um, why don't we learn a new skill like every month? I don't know. That could be fun. I've been saying I want to dabble in Spanish. I can think of 700 hobbies I'd like to dabble in. So great. <laughs> well, great. We'll start speaking on that one more. Before we really get into it, some more anecdotes for the class. Abby was cyberbullied this morning. <laughs> You guys, I thought this is so like 2016. Why are we still cyberbullying people? I'm so confused. Someone from my our old college, Pepperdine, messaged me out of the blue. Not someone I was close with. Not someone I'm friends with by any I means. I kind of black out that you didn't live with any of us junior year of college. You were yeah. my neighbor, yes, but I black out that you were my neighbor with strangers to me. I know. It was confusing. But – Yes. So junior year, he is is like the only time of college where I kind of knew him because he was friends with my roommates. But he DM'd me on Instagram today and it was this meme. Let me pull it up so that I don't mess it up. He said – However, what you're about to say ties into the getting a new hobby thing. So full circle moment. Called a callback in comedy. Is the new hobby breaking down cyber bullies left and right? No, it's it's DJing, which we'll get to that. Oh, perfect, perfect. (laughs) Okay, he sent me a meme from Shithead Steve, which says the holy trinity of uselessness. And it's like a triangle, right? And so at the top is the DJ, and then we have the influencer and the podcaster. And he said, imagine ticking all the boxes, dot, 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 insinuating that I, Abigail Hunt, am useless in many of the ways as a podcaster, influencer, and DJ. Not sure why he thinks I'm a DJ. I'm definitely not. Well, I, he's definitely saying, I think he's saying imagine ticking all the boxes. Like you've gotten two down, want to be influencer, want to be podcaster, and now all you have to do is be a DJ to be totally useless. Ah, uh, yes. See, his cyberbullying wasn't even good enough for me to understand it. So He's got a big storm coming because I think after the June Shine event, <laughs> you should pick up DJing. Yes, we'll put a photo up on our story, if you listen to this on Friday, of me being an absolute stunning, beautiful, and smart DJ up at the June Shine party. Abby texts India and I, listen to more than 10 episodes, India's a good character in our lives, and um, that, am I being cyberbullied? And so we're like, yeah, you are. Um, So (laughs) she asked him, am I being cyberbullied? And he says, what did he say, yes? He said yes, and... I'm just so confused. Like, why are we using well, our mental energy? It's weird that he thought of time. you. You guys don't communicate still, right? No, that's what's so weird. It's so out of the blue. That's why I didn't think like friends can roast each other. That's normal. Like we can make fun of each other. That and would funny. be like me thinking of someone that I sat next to junior year in my like weird math class mm-hmm. and deciding, let me reach out to this person whose last name I might not even remember. And just <laughs> absolutely out of the woodwork. But you know what that does prove? That proves that to strangers in All our press lives, is good press. people are still thinking of me. Like I'm at the forefront of their minds for some ungodly reason. Um, so to, Abby sent to back to cyberbully me. Abby sent back, which will post the picture of her DJing at the June Shine party. Of course, because I refuse to let him win. And I'm waiting on bated breath for his response. Yeah, can't wait. He still hasn't read it yet. So we'll update. Updates to come. Updates to come. Receipts to come. I don't know. Right, episode's over. 
<laughs> you know what, actually, let's throw in the towel. I don't understand internet trolls, actually, genuinely, because there's so many, like, influencers on TikTok and whatever, whatever, where you'll scroll, th- scroll through the comments I and have some people will say. be so mean. Can I finish a thought, for the love of God? Yeah, go. People <laughs> will be so <laughs> mean on the comments. And I'm like, you are literally sitting there and, like, taking time out of your day to say mean things to people. Yeah. That is so strange to me. Like, what a weird concept. Okay, what I was going to say is I was listening to this and I think could have been the toast, could have been a different podcast. They brought it up super briefly and I 1,000% agree that everyone rallies behind different internet celebrities, um, like influencers, and builds them up so far where they're the mm-hmm. pinnacle. And I'm not talking about um, worthwhile cancellations, just and but like just small grievances. They build them up so far, pedestal them. And once they've hit the top, this tiny thing bothers me. The way that she speaks into the camera bothers me. Mm-hmm. The way she dresses is awful. Her new haircut's ugly. Not like real uh, grievances where they should be canceled or at least suspended. Yeah benched well let's start calling it bench but like small small grievances just like her haircut but yeah, it's the life cycle of the influencer apart it's yeah. so strange like why are you using your mental energy to do that like please because it's fun to get like the mom mentality the community aspect of like everyone saying we don't like so and why can't we find a healthy community my god because we're not in college anymore it doesn't exist <laughs> I'm finding it at my gym, at my church, for the love of God, people. Let's, join a let's church, join a, a gym. Let's not have a cyberbullying community. I don't like it. So I wanted to discuss. We're still yes, at, please. We're still at the ripe age of 23. And I wanted to discuss, can't take credit for this idea, but I wish I could. The idea that we are not even entering the first season of our sitcom, early 2000s sitcom lives. We, yes. There we're is still, a video. We're not even in the trailer yet. <laughs> no, it's so early. We act like 23 is like so old. Like, oh my God, I wish I was 18 again. Absolutely not. 23, we're still babies. And I'll tell you why. Think about Friends. This is like a viral video going on TikTok right now. There's like a sound. And it's talking about the show Friends and how in the first season, everyone is supposed to be 23, 24, right? 24-ish? 24, 25. Yeah, so young. 26. And it lasts for 10 years and then 10 years of the friendship. You watch all the friends, whatever, whatever. And then they start getting married and settling down and moving out and finding houses and like not having roommates and stuff. So it's a really comforting idea that we're still in the such an early stage. We're still in our first season of the sitcom. So I feel like that's like really nice. Like everyone just take a chill pill for a sec. Think about I that. I feel like all of these sitcoms – at least in our group, we like – I think that we kind of get hyper fixated on the biological clock. And I feel like all of these sitcoms th- throw – not in a bad way, just like, oh, like uh, some pressure breathing down our necks to like Ovaries get married. are ticking. Get married while rolling. But I feel like all of these sitcoms kind of throw that out the window in some ways. Like in How I Met Your Mother, which I've kind of been thinking about rewatching. All of the characters are 27, 28 when it starts. Miller is obsessed with that show. Okay, tell him I watched it when I was in early high school, <laughs> and I feel like I can gain tenfold watching it now, um, so I think I might do so, but they were all 27, 28 when it starts, give or take, and obviously that show lasted for like seven years or so, and it's just that they were all, yeah, roommates figuring out, still barely in law school, really, when the show started. Yeah. It's comforting to know that too, because think about how many trials and tribulations that they endured and overcame throughout all of those seasons. Of course, this is all fictional, but there are some truth in it, of course, because people are obsessed. But it's like we haven't even gone through the majority of things that life's going to throw at us. We're still basically newborns. We're infants. 
we are newborns. We might as well be like 13 again. It's like your 20s are starting your teenage years again. <laughs> That's another thing I need to rewatch is 13 going on 30. Actually, everyone should watch that. It's just a good one. I could be the reminder for that one. Yeah. Um, but to 13 to like obviously 20 is a big jump. I feel like we're 13 again and we Wait, are working our way towards 20. I have something. 14 is to 18 is to 23. Because I don't it's understand like, what you're saying. Well, let me explain it. It's the start of everything. So 14, you're starting high school. 18, you're starting college. And 23, you're starting your real adult life. And so it's like just the very beginning. You're at the bottom of the totem pole. Nobody expects much out of you. Everyone knows you're going to make mistakes and you're still figuring things out. And there's comfort in that. We don't have to have everything figured out. We're, we're in our 14 to 18 to 23, okay? <laughs> there is a line. It's linear. Look at it. So that – actually circulates back to what I've been thinking since I was like 12, which is that 27 is 27 is to 17, 18, and 27 is where things get good. 27 is where things actually pick up the pace, where you are figuring out who you are and stuff in your adult life, but 27 is where you're just fabulous and fun. And we'll have more income by then, hopefully. My and God. at least the way I'm looking at my life, I will probably be stable, but not like married or engaged yet. So a lot of fun is like to be had. <laughs> a lot of fun to be had. And also I, I, think, I, need like to, I think we need to all do a stint in New York for like a summer or something. I just feel like you can't. A summer? How is that going to work? I don't know how exactly, but um, – An internship? We all I quit our jobs? <laughs> remote jobs and you take a sublease for three months in New York City because I just feel like it's a rite of passage before you enter your 30s to have done something in New York of some capacity. Ashley, I need to tell you a story and I need to tell everyone out there who thinks it's glamorous and fun to live in New York. I know I it's not actually glamorous and fun. No, I know this that. is important. I met a friend last week through my work. She works, She's one of our Amazon partners. How old is she? Heart. 27. Okay. This magical oh, so fa- age. This fabulous age. <laughs> Correct. She did a big girl thing and moved from her home in Canada to New York City because she wanted to, just like what you're describing. Thought it was going to be really fun. Of the movies. Really cool. Of course. Like totally like the movies. I want you to guess live on this podcast how much she pays for a 400 oh, square foot yeah, I studio. I know. I am aware of that. I want you that. to guess. I want you to guess. For 400 square feet. Do you know what part of New York it was in? No, she just told me 400 square foot studio apartment, no bedrooms, studio, living alone. 400, living I don't alone. know, like 27 to 31. Hundred? $3,800. $3,800. $3,800 dollars a month. Big I feel like smack of I feel like that's a scam because I have friends. I nearly dropped <laughs> to the less actual than floor that. when she told me. We like, don't I have actually... to pay that. Because first of all, we'll, we can bunk for three months. Bunk? What are we going to get? Bunk beds? Like a hostel? <laughs> second of all um it's only to like live out whatever fantasy that the 2000s pounded into us before we turn 30 it's just a rite of passage why can't Think we of- just do a weekend trip why do we gotta live there <laughs> that's true we have friends that live there they can just like show us the fun established time Correct. they have um Ball because also- i just want everyone to know that though because i feel like maybe deep down all of us have like a small the new york itch. thing it's like a small little what if kind of idea, but like some people really want to more and so than others, but like it's $3,800 a month for rent, people. And it ain't that great. There's TikTok, no way. TikTok is fueling it. TikTok needs to go. The New York TikTok is fueling it. <laughs> it's honestly interesting how we've emerged with like this unfiltered situation on social media. It's like unfiltered photos are cool and like photo dumps of just life lately, but it's also very curated. Like let's all call it what it is. It's still influencing. It's still making it's your life look cool. Painfully curated. Also, 
Um, you've got an exciting thing coming. Remember back in like January, I went through this thing where I was posting all this stuff from like a year ago that I never posted on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, I love your annual posts. Yeah, I'm when doing you get it. The itch. I'm doing it again. I have the itch. I have all this East Coast New England content from last summer that I have sitting in my drafts. Throw it, throw post. it up on the yeah, gram. I'm gonna be throwing it at the wall in, in these coming weeks. Full send. Ashley literally once a year will be like, I think I'm going to post every photo in my camera roll and I'm gonna do it all back to back in one week and then never post again. I'm like, okay. I know. It's right. the only when I get the energy or when I've been sitting in an airport or something. Um, feelings, however, though, yes, we're 23 and we're still young, but we are getting too old for certain things. And by that, Ooh. I mean, when is that when I was buying the ticket for Alabama Lake Weekend, I'm flying in and out of Nashville. Abby and I are going to hang out. There was the flight. Get excited. Oh, what was it? The flight. If I'm staying till Thursday, the flight on Wednesday had a nine-hour layover in Phoenix. And I was like <laughs> – I was like, mom, can I – like, that's not a big deal. Like, what's the big deal? Nine hours. And she was like, I nine just, like, hours. think about it. She's like, what are you going to do for nine hours? That's a full day. If you're awake for, like, 12 to 14 hours, that's nine is – That's a full work day, yeah. Nine is everything. And to be sitting in an airport also alone, like, with no one else. And a few years that's ago, fair. I would have said for sure. But now I'm too old for that. Okay, that's a good example. Yeah. I'm wondering if I have any of what I'm just – We're getting more for. irritable on our group trips, I'll tell you that. Oh, I know what I'm too old for. I've okay. actually recently come to this realization. I am so tired of <laughs> drinking things that I'm like supposed to be drinking to be a skinny legend out of the bars, like a vodka water, a vodka soda. With lime, soda. it makes me feel so much fun though. <laughs> no, I understand. Like if that's your thing, that's your thing. Like get it, girl. That's Ashley's thing a lot of the time. That's India's thing. I thought it had to be my thing too because it's low calorie, whatever, mm-hmm. just like young girl cocktail. I cannot stand it. I don't want to pay $13 to drink something that I cannot stand the taste of. I'm too old for that. I am too old. I I would rather drink something with more calories that tastes good. God forbid. Yeah. Did I – I'm going to do it for the water intake. Did I tell you like three weeks ago I found a dive bar, like a safe dive bar though, with $5 (laughs) well drinks? (laughs) No, but that's really exciting and I can't believe you didn't take us. Um, We were beat. We were spent after the shirt incident. Absolutely spent. <laughs> I'm also – I'm too old to not speak my mind. You reminded me recently that I would always say – I'm going to say it and I would put my hands up and I'd say whatever I was going to say. There I said it. Th- yeah, there I said it. That's what it is. There I said it and I would put my both my hands up. I started to bring that back around where – I don't know why I stopped. But um, I started – did you? I think I had to stop making like judgment calls when we were out drinking. I think I – there was no judgments to be made, but I started to bring it back where there I said it. This is, I think I did it at stage. So there I said it, I've got to be standing to see like Luke Combs. You know what? I like that. I think we could all use a little bit more of there. I said it mentality Yeah. because if you are not speaking your mind in your 23, 24, 25 era, you're not going to, this is kind of harsh. You're not going to get what you want out of life. There I said it. <laughs> That's uh, – especially when you're spending money to do something. Like you want to sit with all the old folks to watch Luke Combs and I said, there I said it, we're standing or at least I am. And I think you had fun. I had fun totally. My feet were just like so broken but like it's fine totally. <laughs> Whatever. I recovered. We could have split but up. I, I gave you the option. There I said it mentality is so freeing because especially if you surround yourself with the right people, you should be able to speak your mind. And too many people I feel like are being silenced because they have fear of what other people are going to think. And we're, we're too old for that. We are too old to not speak our mind. I love that, Ashley. Thank you for bringing that to our attention. A while ago in college, I think it was sophomore year, um, one of my friends 
was telling me something along the lines of like at this age, like, you know, when it's time to go home from the party. And I employed that actually for semester sophomore year when I wasn't abroad, when I was at Pepperdine. And it was like, you know what? I'm ready to go home. I'm going to go home. Um, I'm going to take an Uber. There I said it. Like, I'm ready to go home now. And I didn't make it anyone's problem but my own. Yeah. No more doing things just because we should be or we think we should be. And I have an example of that as well. When I when we were abroad sophomore year of college, we I was in a group of travelers and a bunch of people just kept wanting to go to this club. Desperately, they were like, I'm not a this club, club girl. I, this club. I was like, okay, yeah, like for sure. Let's go to the club. And then I got there. And holy hell, I've never been more miserable in my life. It was packed. Everyone was sweating. Everyone was pushing each other. The music was just so loud. It was like reverberating in my heart. I could feel it in my body and I didn't like it. And I wanted nothing to do with it. I didn't want didn't want to be there. I didn't want anything to do with any of it. And I was like, am I a horrible person? I'm 19 years old in Europe. Like I should like clubbing. Yeah. And I realized in that moment, like I'm so uncomfortable. I want to leave. I hate this so much. And next time I had to verbalize that and say, you know what, I don't want to go to that and I'm not going to make anyone's problem. But yeah, I'm a I'm a bar girly. I'm a country music bar girly. Yeah, I used to do the whole club thing abroad in Florence and I enjoyed it because went to the same exact one and it was more manageable. But after my 21st birthday slash the best weekend of my entire life, um, (laughs) I think about that weekend all the time. After that, though, I'm not a club person. I remember in Austin for your birthday last summer that we went to a club for like 20 minutes because some guy enticed us to go. And I hated it with every fiber of my being. Are you talking about the one with the slide or the one where we were out? No, it was an actual – no. There we, we went to – I don't know if you remember. We went for 20 what? minutes to an actual club, like the definition an of a club. actual club. And we went to a guy's table. We were not all the one there. where I was hula hooping. No, it was a actual club. There's no hula hoops at clubs. Oh, my God. <laughs> I think I have short-term memory loss. Like somebody – We were there for me. 20 minutes – the type of, it was such a club. There was plastic glasses. A guy told us, hey, I've got a table. He did. He was in line. And we went. India had like befriended him the night before. We were there for 20 minutes. And I was like, you guys know I hate this. And we all were kind of saying it, but we were like, we have to stay for 20 minutes. We want to go on his boat tomorrow. We didn't end Was up I playing. blacked out? I don't I remember guess. this at all. And after 20 minutes, like somehow someone, we all said, no, we're getting out of here. It was a, the definition of a club with a table, like at my birthday party interesting okay I have no recollection and that was my last time hopefully ever inside of one yeah it's just not my scene and I don't even hate crowds or anything like that my boyfriend's more like the one who can't stand the crowded places with the loudness and all the lines everywhere which you know understandable but I just don't like club music I don't think it does anything for me unless I'm like doing some high intensity cardio workout that's the only time I can stomach it um, I enjoy the your type, thing, like go for it, girl. I enjoy the type of bar where it's like a restaurant and then they like clear the tables and you're allowed to like stand up. <laughs> kind of like I would just much rather graduation look one. pretty and have an espresso martini and like sit on a rooftop than do that. Yeah. Um, we're getting off topic. So maybe we're too old for clubs. Is that what that means? No, I just never liked them because I guess I was never too young for them. <laughs> never too young, and <laughs> now we're too old. <laughs> Passed us right up. <laughs> too young to be feeling this old. Okay, another thing I want to talk about besides being too old for things maybe and like speaking your mind is something that's been very freeing that I've been trying to remind myself of week by week is just the idea that everything is temporary. And I texted you about this earlier, Ashley. I just feel like people look at things, whether it be an issue that's going on with work right now or an issue you're having in a relationship, romantic or not, 
Um, you know, maybe you're feeling like your body isn't where you want it to be and you've gained a few pounds, just like whatever it is, just like something that's causing you anxiety or worry. If you just remind yourself that everything is so temporary, it's a really freeing and it helps me personally with my anxiety, just kind of like let things go a little bit because like, say there's a fire happening at work and I'm needing to put it out. I can just remind myself for two seconds. This is only temporary. It's going to be over when it's over. Like it could take a week. It could take an hour, but it's going to be over at some point. Same with different things that I'm doing throughout the week. If I'm like in a really hard workout and I'm like, this is ass. I don't have the energy. I don't have the motivation to be here. I want to leave. I just remind myself, this is only temporary. I'm only putting an hour a day into this intense workout to fuel my body, to move my body, to feel better. Temporary. And then I feel better. Dust to ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Dust to dust. Um, What is the origin of dust mentality again? Delaney Keeler. I know, but like, why is it dust again? (laughs) Like everything is just, she'll text me when she listens as she does every week and she'll correct me if I'm wrong, but everything is just like dust, like it's meaningless, right? Delaney, right? Right. Delaney, (laughs) Delaney, are you out there? (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's like we're in outer space, Houston. We have a problem. I actually recently learned that. Dust mentality. I I actually learned that they always say Houston. I don't know what I was thinking all these years for us being so into the the film industry. That it's only Houston because they took off from Houston. Yeah, you idiot. Why did you think it was I thought Houston? someone's name was Houston. I don't know. Anyways. <laughs> I wish my name was Houston. I'll cool. start calling you that. Anyways, you. I think, Delaney, that it's just ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Like dust mentality. Nothing matters. It's all meaningless. We're just particles so it's synonymous of dust. synonymous with everything is temporary. Yeah, it's the same thing. Just dust mentality is a concise way of putting it. Everything's like meaningless at the end of the day. Nothing holds as much weight as your you think boyfriend it does. just broke up with you. Dust mentality. It's temporary. Yeah. You know what? When you're I'm- gonna come back in your redemption season. It's gonna be better. You're gonna be hotter. Everything's gonna be better. You're gonna have more girlfriends. You're gonna go on hot girl walks. You're gonna focus on yourself. This kind Dust of falls mentality. into the whole everything is temporary. Where let's say that example exactly. Your boyfriend breaks up with you. You're single. Well, if you are someone who wants to get married one day, you only have so much time to be single. Like this, you're gonna That's one so day. True. There's always a silver lining. One There's day you're gonna always. miss. One day you're going to miss like having your own time, not having to answer to anyone, going out to like bars and flirting with people. You're going to miss all of that fun part of being single. Or I don't know. There's so many more examples that I could think of. <laughs> I feel like my mind just got wiped clean as a slate. <laughs> <laughs> Words, what are they? I've never heard of one. <laughs> Abby, who is she? I'm just having an episode. <laughs> Or, oh, I okay. got one. Yeah, no, I got one. I got one. I, no, I got one. one. I got one. You're sitting alone home on a Friday night. One day. Oh, this is Ashley's worst nightmare. My literally someone, it was an influencer, Shannon Ford, I think she posted on like a Friday or Saturday and on her story and it was waiting for someone to invite me to dinner tonight. I sent it to, (laughs) I don't know if I sent it to you, but I sent it to some of our other friends. I was like, this is me every Friday without failure. But we stay home and on a Friday night. Like I said, if you're someone who wants to get married and have kids, potentially one day your Friday nights are going to be busy in a different kind of way. Or Mm. one day maybe you will have plans every single Friday night and you're going to miss sitting at home and watching the Kardashian episode that came out on Thursday and like just enjoying your time. Yeah. Just more you time. We we, uh, don't have a lot of that. Scotty McCreary. I was just listening to that the other day and I always think of you. 
Why? I love that I song. I need a little bit of you time, you time. I like how it one. <laughs> Chasing dreams from shore to shore and seeing some of them come true. I think that's cute. Oh, yeah, that's a good American song. American Idol winner. Yeah. No, I think of you every time I listen to it because one time you told me that you were obsessed and you're hyper fixating on that song. Mm-hmm. And so now I just think of you every time. What was your example? Was it mine? You get fired from your job. That might seem like the worst thing in the whole entire world, but what a great opportunity to refigure out your um, – what's the word? It starts with a P. Prerogative. No. Reposition your – Recalibrate. Priorities. <laughs> there it is. Yes, huge vocabularies, and that's the one you couldn't think of. It was really just lodged in the back of my brain. But what a great opportunity to reposition your priorities. You can focus, get everything out of your mind because you don't have to worry about the job that you were probably stressed about anyway. And you can just take a second to breathe, recenter yourself and redirect your path. Like that's such a great opportunity. A lot of people that don't get to have that. We're like, you get fired. You can't make rent. You come home from an eviction (laughs) notice. How blessed are you to be able to stay with your friend in a different city because you have no place else to live for one month. But at the end of the day, how blessed are you to get to cultivate that relationship with that friend? Am I right? How blessed are you to go and ask your parents for a handout? How often does that get to happen? (laughs) My parents would be like, I'm so sorry. What? <laughs> Your parents would be like, hey, we got the guest room open in Washington State. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's totally like every Hallmark movie in the entire world. Like girl with big city dreams goes and tries to make it big and everything fails and she has to move back home into her childhood. Oh my gosh. I can't. I don't even know if we should take this out or not, but I tell this story to so many people because I think it's hilarious. It's when you were working in Washington State, population in your town, what, 2000? 2000. Actually, while you're talking, I'm going to look it up just to make sure I have population 2000. And so Abby was working in COVID at a coffee shop. Abstown population, you bro. And they're at a coffee shop, and there was a drive-through window, and it's a very rural area, um, lots of farmland and stuff. And Abby said, and Abby said that people would drive through the coffee drive-through, independent place, not Starbucks, um, and they would have like – it would be a pickup truck with dogs, like farm dogs in the back, and that she said that she would just picture them all looking at her and thinking, <laughs> look at you with your big city dreams, <laughs> Malibu dreams, right back here, one of us once again. <laughs> back- That's honestly what would go through my head. It's like kind of narcissistic, but like kind of true. I, I know it is. But I do agree. It was like the makings of a Hallmark film. Thank you. And also the numbers that I have searched up for us is according to the 2020 census, the population of Newport, Washington is 2,010 people. (laughs) However, though, if everything goes according to plan, you will probably never live with your parents again. And so how special was that time looking back on? Well, you know, times can get rough. Um, No, that actually was something, like all jokes aside, that I really focused on during our COVID year because I had to move home and I was not planning on doing so like so many people had to. And I really was grateful for the time spent with my parents, the quality time, because I was thinking I would probably never, you know, get that again. It's just like holidays and like a few times a year that I'd see them. But I got a whole extra year post-college. Ayo, moving in. Wait, Ashley, I want you to tell everyone how you started calling me Hollywood last weekend. Spinning off of those. um, Spinning and twirling. Spinning and twirling and dancing away from the town of Newport, Washington, looking at Abby and saying, look at you right back here. One of us right back where you started from. Um, 
starting with stagecoach, I think India said it. I can't take credit, but she <laughs> called Abby. She was like, to get her attention, she was like, hey there, Hollywood, like, look over here. And now I can't stop calling Abby and a lot of other people Hollywood because it's just so indicative of- It just um, works. Yeah. It works so well with the bit. Yeah. It works so well with the bit and with the personality stream and the stream of consciousness and just flows off the tongue that I think I'm going to only refer to The stream to you. of consciousness. I think I'm only going to refer to you as Hollywood from now on until you make it onto the- silver screen i don't know about you know silver. what i like what, that what color screen I, is a phone screen if silver screen is television black mirror you ever heard of it okay <laughs> the black screen um until abby <laughs> makes it there i'm gonna be calling her hollywood yeah well we all know that i have a star shine oh, personality idea if we had made this a pop culture podcast we could have called it hey there hollywood Ashley, good. <laughs> good idea. We Intern, come up with new good. podcast names every day. Intern, every good. Day. Not all the time every day, but every day. <laughs> well, if anyone has been following my TikTok, I had one go viral a while ago about just telling people things and seeing what people believe because mostly people think that you're not going to be a pathological liar and just like say things out of your mouth. And before anyone comes for me, I'm talking about harmless things that really don't affect anyone at all. Like telling someone at my gym that I'm training to go on the show Survivor. That harms nobody, but it's like a fun little lie. Like I'm really not. Well, actually, maybe I am. I want to know, I would do awful at the physical stuff. I want to know how I would behave socially and just how I would do. Here's my thing. These are our toxic traits why we'd get kicked off Survivor first. You, unfortunately, would be kicked out of the tribe because you'd be slowing everyone up in the challenges totally. and you'd be too weak to lift the but stuff. But what about socially? Socially, I think both of us would be too lazy to help around camp. No, I think, I think do you remember us. when we went camping together with only girls that didn't know how to do anything except for kind of me and I had to take charge and That's pull everyone up by the bootstraps? I'm worried I would take too much charge as a woman and they always single out the they women that take charge. outspoken women. They do. They so do. that's why socially I just have to like play a cool hand Luke. Well, I'm a very polarizing figure, so You're, I think I you are so polarizing. I would have to I tone give, down my uh, personality. I could give if we did a PowerPoint night. Maybe we should do this on our next group trip about why Abby is a polarizing figure <laughs> and a, in American history. <laughs> I'm dead. No, it's true though. Like people either love me or they hate me, and I kind of like that about myself. I think I hated you for the first few out. days. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty typical. Now I'm obsessed. Um, but you don't have a couple days for people to hate you and then win them over in Survivor. You have to win them over like instantly. And I think I would struggle maybe a little bit right there. I've never looked better than I looked in quarantine. I was eating like three perfect bars a day or something. <laughs> Not actually. And then but. I would eat yours and you'd scream at me because they're like $3 each. They were so expensive and you'd be like, can I have this? And I'm like – are you joking? <laughs> I remember when we moved into your house for the first three days, India would make me breakfast every morning. And then after three days, I was like, well, I guess I'm actually living here. Like, I'm not just staying for the weekend. Like, I guess I should go get my own groceries. And we were going I know, to I'm like, Ashley, please. And then we have like four oat milks and four yeah. pestos. I forgot Trader that Joe's. I wasn't just like staying the weekend. I was actually living there. So I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. I guess we should go to the, the grocery store now. You were like a scavenger. Like, what can I pick yeah. out of this fridge? And I'd be like, Ashley, I just you remember that. I'd come out for lunch to the patio where we were tanning and I'd have ice cream and cake and I'm like well this is lunch <laughs> Ashley's toxic trait is that she will be thinking about ice cream every hour of the day and whatever I'm absolutely infuriated because trips are prime ice cream time she's eating ice cream every trip and she's eating cake for breakfast a lot I well only when it's a birthday and you know how my family celebrates birthdays for a week and 
totally. I would always host birthdays, so there was always a birthday happening. This um, is really making me want cake. Like, I just told someone that, you know, my also super hyper fixation is that as soon as it's summertime, it's root beer floats season, like, every night. <laughs> like, even on vacation, I'll be that's like, guys, so, you to- That's so, like – 11 years old but like it makes you, floats in the summer that's why it makes me feel really happy because it's such a childlike thing childlike joy and wonder. okay god said sure. have joy um and even on vacation i'll be like you guys come on we have to go vanilla ice cream and root beer that's honestly so true we should find more i do it more ourselves like they're like a child. good they're not the best thing i've ever had in my life but i do it more for like the joyfulness of it i feel it all right okay small things keep you going because <laughs> if totally. they don't what do you have because then what are you left with? <laughs> oh, nothing. <laughs> if, if there's no root beer floats, then what is there? <laughs> the hand of man only can have a root beer float. The jaws of life. <laughs> jaws of life. <laughs> Remember when we were on the couch and you tried to pick me up and you were like, heave No, 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 no. I'll tell what you. What did you say? Me and India. India and I talk about it constantly. We were at Abby held us at knife point hostage and said to <laughs> India and Ali, she said, the four of us are going to go to this Panhellenic weekend long Greek conference for people. <laughs> and so you we remember went, everything. I don't even remember that. At feel all. a trap. And so we were sitting on the, on the hotel bed, like it was time to go for like dinner and Abby <laughs> wouldn't get up and we all call each other chief. Like, we'll like slap each other on the back and be like, good job chief. And so I, <laughs> I tried to, hoist her up off the bed and I'm so much hoist. smaller so much smaller than her and I try to hoist you and I said come on big chief and you haven't <laughs> let me forget it <laughs> and I think it was a motion of hoisting I called you big <laughs> I called you big chief because you're like a foot taller than me no you're like you're like six inches taller than me but I called you big I wish chief, everyone not could... in a fat way and that you're actually yeah. a bigger person than me and but it was I'm that actually a big chief but you're actually a big chief and I'm actually oh you call me little chief all the time you've always called me that oh, that's why chief. You've okay chief. so I was like come on big chief but it was it's that that coupled with the hoisting that really got you going <laughs> I wish that people, I wish I could do it justice the way I describe it, but Ashley's just like a small bird-like creature and I'm just such a large mammoth and I was laying on the bed and she like had her arms like wrapped around me and she was trying with all her might to get me up off this bed and she was heaving and owing and she couldn't do it like, and it just team. made me feel like I weighed my 600 pound life. Like my, like That's what I, think I told my mom and she was laughing so hard the other weekend, uh, Abby told me, she was like, if you got... If if you like all want to, you can start calling me Ox because that's what they called my dad on the rugby team. And I told my mom and she thought it was hysterical. So I'm going to call you Ox more often. It's so funny because I'm like so hyper feminine at times, but I'm also so hyper You're also masculine. A boy. You're also a yeah. 12 year old boy. Look at my deltoid insertion, Ashley. You, can you should see get it. Ox tattooed right there across your arm. With so a that heart. Flex it. Yeah. Look at. Or Ox on the inside. Are you looking? Yeah, I see. I'm trying to show Ashley my muscles because I have them now and I'm very proud of them. Yeah. Should we close things out with some media that we've been consuming and some books? Sure. I love media. I love consumption. I love love our consumer. Consumption of food, consumption of um, product, consumption of X, Y, and Z. Okay, let me pull up my good read. What have you been consuming lately? Please, for the love of God himself. Why? Why do I need it? 
download the app Goodreads. Let me tell why? you why. Because you put in how many books. There's 700 reasons, but you put in these. I are, have a list on my phone. You put in. It's an app. And you can follow other people. I follow like Jackie, the Redheads, and like some of my own friends. And you can see what they're reading and what they rate it. And then also the more that you rate stuff, the more it recommends books that you it knows you're going to like uh. and enjoy. And if I put in 52 books, so it tells me, oh, you're one book ahead of schedule. Yeah. And also they everyone writes reviews for all the books. It's just a good way to vet them. And okay, fine, now look fine, at me fine, fine, fine. pulling up my 2022 reading challenge where it says I'm one book ahead of schedule to see what I've read lately. <sighs> Fine. Well, I am. And that is unsponsored. <laughs> and that is truly what's unsponsored. Okay. I'm going to pull to download it solely for the fact that it doesn't that take any time. Suggestions. It's just when you finish your book, you just put in finished and then you rate it and that's it. You literally just do that. It's not like it's an app like Instagram that you spend time scrolling on. <laughs> okay. I understand. I'm just saying like, I feel like my list that I have in my notes app is accomplishes the same We're thing. Digital age. I read a local woman missing. I think Slap City. I think I told Abby. I picture <laughs> if anyone watched Parenthood, the TV show Parenthood, one of the husbands in it. He's pretty handsome. I pictured him as the main guy whose wife. That was a very, very good description. Thank you. And I gave it a maybe four point five to four point seven. That's a high rating for actually. She is a tough critic. Tough with. Two I had an issue with. I felt like it, the reason that. It, scored lower than like a five is I feel like some of it was built on like spoiler yeah spoiler on like um uh not a firm foundation because this whole story we've been reading wasn't necessarily the story (laughs) and not in a surprise way I mean about like the girl that they found that had went missing like I mean like that I thought it was all very interesting because I feel like I've watched movies where that happens where it was like just to throw you off the trail Kind of also, like the deep detail of what it was like in there was like so captivating. I, like I appreciated that. I had I was shook. Massive issue with I. I would have rated it even higher with the DNA test. A police officer would not choose to just for the sake of obstructing DNA. Like that was. But weird. think about it. They're like in a small town suburban thing. She has a crush on the guy. They have this relationship that's been going on for years and years. Oh, she wouldn't and he's be the finally only one happy again. It. She wasn't the head honcho in the police department. Like she wouldn't have been the only one. I just we don't that, know what her title was. I, I had a hang up on that. The son just calls her lady cop. They should have made it that she was waiting for like the DNA results still to come back. I think it was just feeling elevated for me compared to all the Colleen Hoover I've been reading. Oh, that's why which I'm not is just mind numbing. Let me tell you. <laughs> I'll leave you that in. I'll the prestigious that. reader that I am. You reading um like Proust can't now read Colleen Hoover. Um, <laughs> okay, another book I had India read it in podcast is about India apparently I had her read it and she read it so quickly said it was so good and I'm imploring you to read my dark can I guess oh I didn't I didn't get it I you beat me to it but that was my guess correct it I got it from the redheads it was so good such a difficult read um can you tell me the log line like the one sentence what that plot is I can tell you like three sentences I can give it to you in three. Girl switches point of view from when she is 15 and I think 30. And when she is 15, she starts at a boarding school and ends up starting a relationship with her teacher. But he somewhat grooms her. And then when she's 30, this relationship has dominated her entire life. And it's her like trying and struggling to come into terms with it at 30 Mm. when he gets accused of stuff with other younger girls after she had like graduated. Oh, so like opens her eyes to it. She's like, oh, that was kind of. Yes, but it's just so intricate the way that her mind thinks about it and the way she Mm -hmm. thinks about this relationship and how it's 
dominated her entire life. And it's not silly or dumb writing. I think it's elevated without being pretentious. It is texting my book. friend right now to see if she has it because I need to read that. It is so good. And the writer wrote it on and off for, I think, like 20 years from when she was in college and in different writing workshops and like worked on it for a really long time. And I don't really, know, I don't know how she was able to articulate these feelings without having gone through something similar. Wait, that's so scary. I always think that with authors. I'm like, how are you so good at writing this creepy stuff? Because I was like, reading their, something happened. I was reading their reviews on Goodreads and so many people were saying like I experienced or my best friend experienced something like similar to this and she captures all of it like pretty oh my god, on, like the grooming and all of it. And I think it's a really important book to read if you can stomach it. How interesting. Okay, and we'll be reading. The ending was hopeful. Not like, not fake hopeful, very realistic hopeful. Okay. I love realistic hopeful. Yeah. I also read, have I spoken on this, like on the podcast by John Krakauer, a journalist into thin air, the book about the Mount Everest. <laughs> Actually, you disaster. just talked about this last time. Okay. Well, I was texting Emery yesterday, our other best friend. And she said that's one of her favorite books. So it's so good. So it's recommended round two into thin air, everyone. If recommended you're a round nonfiction two. girly. And and I'm not. And Jake Gyllenhaal is in the movie called Everest. And I think that you should watch it. Don't read the book because I know you won't. So just like watch the movie. It's really good. Well, my only input on this book segment today is that I read The Psychology of Money, which is a nonfiction book. And since I've been getting so into fiction, it was really hard for me to read it. I felt like you, Ashley. But um, I, I forced myself to do it, and I do feel like it was very interesting. If you're wanting to be a finance girly, which we all should be, hot girls are finance girls, We, it's a good like introduction, I guess, into the world of finance, and it's very story-based. It's not just like facts and figures and numbers and stuff. Um, and so, yeah, I, I'm like, I'm glad I read it, but I'm also really ready to get back to fiction. I, the type of nonfiction, I'm still working my way up to enjoying that type of nonfiction, the type, because of Everest, that I've learned that I enjoy. Because of Everest. It's either slightly historical, just so slight, within the last, like, 75 years, historical, or, like, some sort of adventure thing. Like, I'm somewhat reading Backburner, like, pick it up here and there, Into the Wild, which mm -hmm. is also a good movie, and it's about the guy, I have a lot of thoughts on it, though, but same author as the Everest one, about the guy who went out into the Alaskan wilderness, tried to survive out there because he was like down yeah. with capitalism and stuff. I so feel like I have like seen that. that movie. Stuff, it's a really good movie. Stuff like that. I'm really We also into. liked um, <laughs> The Glass Castle. Oh, I loved – so stuff like that, clearly, I'm obsessed yeah. with. But I'm still trying to stomach stuff like the money one, like straight up self-help. I'm still – It's tough, let me tell you. I'm but, reading um, another book <laughs> currently that oh. I'm really enjoying. I think I'm going to give it five stars. I'll let you know. I'm like halfway through. It's called Together We Will Go, and it came out this year. And basically, it is about kind of like difficult subject matter, but if it's something that you are okay with, highly recommend. It's about a guy and he has decided like, I'm going to end my life. This is it. And he like puts out a thing. <laughs> but it's, it's more it's happy. Dark, it's, it's not dark. dark. It's not dark at all when you're reading it whatsoever. It's very like light and airy. Um, and he like finds a bunch of other strangers to like go and do it like as a together mission thing but everyone has like our own reasons for doing it and it's not making me depressed at all and I do get depressed from books and this one is not it's very light and airy what's it called yeah uh, together we will go all right well uh if you like depressing and scary it's we just gave you a depressing. lot of good books <laughs> It's not depressing. We just gave you a lot of psychological fucked up stories that you can read now. I hope this you enjoy. One is so happy, go lucky. I swear. 
okay, fine. I believe you. But local woman missing in my dark Vanessa both dark, dark, have yeah. very heavy content. But if you like thrillers, you guys, my local woman missing is it was pretty such good. a good book. Please go read it. And anything else? What are you reading next? Any recommendations? I'm not me? sure yet. I have like a list of. Oh, I texted you in India, and I said, "Let's read Dolly Parton's book." Okay, I'm down. Order it. It's called Run, Rose, Run, and it's drama suspense vibes. It's about like a singer, a Nashville singer, but I'm not – I'm not even sure the context besides that, but <laughs> she also – But I did know that Dolly Parton wrote an album for that book. Yeah, that, I was about to say that. Or so at least a few songs. I think that would be a great thing for us to jump on together. Yeah, I'm down. If anyone also, wants to read along with us, feel Start free. brainstorming now. We can read out loud the entire drive from Nashville to Alabama for the week. Oh my god, you're so right. Uninterrupted reading for like over two hours. <laughs> Nothing gets me more riled. <laughs> and with that, everyone, if you enjoyed this episode, make sure you subscribe on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts, and go ahead and leave us a review. And if you're looking for even more fun, relatable, comedic content, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at justgowithit.podcast. That's all for now, and don't forget to just go with it. Bye. Love you. Have a good weekend. Bye.